Welcome to r slash best of Redditor updates, where OP finds out that her mother-in-law has been her stalker for years. Our next Reddit post comes from r slash true off my chest. My mother-in-law suddenly passed away in a car accident last month. At the same time, my stalker disappeared. My mother-in-law and I never had a good relationship. She's tried to sabotage my relationship with my husband since the day that she met me. I just wasn't good enough for her handsome and successful boy. I contemplated ending my relationship several times, but my husband always showed that he's on my side, and I love him. A few years ago, I started getting very threatening and scary emails from this person named Pax. This Pax knew everything about me. It didn't matter how many emails and phone numbers I changed. They, or he, always found me. I made several police reports, but nothing happened. My husband tried everything to trace the emails, but nothing came of it. This past year, I basically never left the apartment alone. I haven't received a single threatening text or email from Pax in a month. After a few days, I wasn't surprised. It felt like, deep down, I'd always known that it was my mother-in-law. My husband hasn't reacted yet. He's consumed with his grief, and I don't want to bother him, especially when he bitterly told me, You must be very pleased now, when he heard the news and I tried to comfort him. He later apologized and said that he was just feeling guilty that he loved and chose me more than he loved her. Now, I'm waiting for him to connect the dots. Will he get it? If he does, will he talk to me about it? I don't know if I can ever bring it up to him. Then, one month later, OP posted an update. Last time I posted, I was trying to get advice about whether or not to tell my husband who was mourning her. I decided to wait a little, but after venting here, I was sure that she was my stalker. I started living like I never had before, with 10-minute walks alone, then 15-minute walks alone, then half-hour walks alone, and so on. At first, my husband didn't notice my freedom, or maybe he did, but was just processing it himself. Last Friday, I told him I was going out with the girls. Alone? Yes. Want me to drive you there? No need. Aren't you afraid anymore? No, my stalker won't bother me again. He kissed me and wished me a nice evening. When I came home around midnight, he was still up. He said that he wanted to talk to me. He asked me if he thought that his mother was my stalker, and I said yes. He broke down crying. He said that he's always suspected her and even talked to her a couple of times about it, and she made him so guilty by accusing him of being a simp, basically. He said that he noticed how after so many years of fear and anxiety, I stopped eventually crying in my sleep, and he's noticed that I haven't woken him up for about a month now. I actually don't remember half the time that I woke him up in terror, but he always told me and my therapist about it whenever it happened. He apologized for never discussing it with me, and for never protecting me from his family even though he had his suspicions. Honestly, I'm not even mad or disappointed. If the cops couldn't help me, I don't know how much my husband could have done, and I just want to move on and leave this behind. We're going to start couples therapy, and my husband is planning to tell his family that my mother-in-law was my stalker. He's adamant about it, and I think that it's a good idea. My husband has also decided not to attend the headstone setting on my mother-in-law's grave. Our next Reddit post is from r slash relationship advice. My sister-in-law is a 23-year-old woman, and I think that her best friend, who's also a 23 woman, is trying to get with my husband and she's encouraging it. Am I delusional? My sister-in-law is my husband's half-sister. She was the product of their mother's infidelity. 
His father divorced their mother when he was 12 after he found out through a paternity test that she wasn't his. My father-in-law refused to have anything to do with my sister-in-law, but continued to have a relationship with my husband. Because of this, my sister-in-law is very clingy to my husband. My husband is also very protective of his sister, and generally doesn't tolerate anything negative being said about her, which is why I'm posting this here before mentioning anything to him. My husband and I bought a house last year, which has its own indoor swimming pool. My sister-in-law was super excited when she saw it, and asked if she could use it sometimes with her friend. We said it was fine as long as she gave us notice before she turned up. Her and her friend, Chloe, have used it many times before, but almost never when my husband's home. He's a lawyer and works long hours. During lockdown, my husband started working from home. My sister-in-law asked me if she and Chloe could come over to use the pool. I told her that I was uncomfortable with them coming over because I'm pregnant and I don't want to accidentally expose the baby to anything risky. My sister-in-law then asked if she and Chloe quarantined for two weeks, would they be able to come over, and my husband said that it was fine. Two weeks later, they turn up to my house. My husband was in his office, so they go straight to the pool after making small talk. My husband ended up coming out after an hour, and he and I were hanging out in the kitchen. My sister-in-law walked in to get a drink, and she started talking to my husband. Before she goes back to the pool, she says, Chloe's gonna be so happy to see you. It was weird because my husband and Chloe aren't close. Chloe comes into the kitchen two minutes later and spends the rest of the time talking to my husband until he excuses himself to get back to work. She's super giggly and smiley when she talks to him. He would say something sarcastic and she would laugh like it was the funniest joke she's ever heard. Honestly, it felt like she was flirting with him. Before she went back to the pool, she gave me this weird smirky look. Before they leave, they ask my husband if he's working from home every day of the week, and he confirms that he is. The next two weeks, they come over to the house to swim every single day, except Chloe never even gets in the water. Instead, she hangs around the house in her bikini every single day. She was previously wearing a one-piece, if it makes a difference. Whenever my husband comes out of his office to hang out with me, she quickly interrupts him and keeps him talking until he has to go back to work. I made lunch for all of us, and when I excused myself to call my husband down, my sister-in-law quickly stopped me and said that Chloe would call him for me. They shared a look, and Chloe looked really happy when she went to get him. Chloe's also started to get touchier with my husband. She puts her hands on his chest and arms, stands, or sits really close to him. To my husband's credit, he does usually create space between them whenever she does something like this. The reason I believe my sister-in-law is in on this is because she's made a few pregnancy-related jabs at me. She told me a story about how one of her friend's boyfriends was cheating on her and then said something along the lines of, Did you know that a lot of men start cheating when their wives are pregnant? She also made comments about how I look chubby now and it looks weird next to my husband because he's well-built. Whenever she notices my husband out of the office, she quickly goes to tell Chloe. I know that pregnancy hormones can mess with a person's brain, so I'm wondering if I'm just looking for something that isn't there. My sister-in-law sent me a text yesterday asking if they could come over to swim next week, and I really want to say no, but I know that she'll just whine to my husband if I do. I ideally want to have a conversation with him before then, but I'm not sure if I should mention the flirting. Am I being delusional? Then, one day later, OP posted an update. 
Well, I read and reread all the comments on the original post to try to figure out how I was going to bring up this issue, but turns out I didn't have to. My husband and I were watching a movie, and my phone lit up with another text from my sister-in-law telling me she was now going to be here at 1pm the next day to swim with Chloe. My husband saw the text and told me to tell her to not come. This is really weird behavior for my husband, because he tends to do anything to accommodate my sister-in-law and very rarely refuses her anything. I asked him if something had happened, and he shrugged it off and we kept watching the movie. A few minutes later, he paused the movie and said that he wants to ask me a question. He asked me if I noticed that Chloe never actually swam when she came over to our house. I wish I could say that I was calm and collected, but I ended up laughing hysterically. I was honestly just so relieved that he brought it up instead of me having to be the one to do it. I think my husband thought that I was losing my mind. When I finally stopped laughing, he repeated the question and said that he wanted a serious answer. I said, of course I've noticed. And he awkwardly replied, so you must have noticed the other thing too. To summarize the conversation that followed, my husband hadn't noticed that Chloe was flirting with him the first few days because he was so busy with work that he wasn't really paying attention to anything else. He said that when she started getting handsy is when he suddenly had this light bulb moment that she was into him. He said that he didn't want to unnecessarily stress me out, so he never mentioned anything, but he was worried I'd notice too and thought that he was interested because he didn't immediately shut it down. He realized that we would eventually have to have this talk, but he wasn't sure how to bring it up. Oh, the irony. He did privately speak to Chloe and told her he was happily married and wasn't interested in starting anything with anyone else. Apparently, she never took him seriously because she just kept doing it. In the end, he called his sister on Sunday to tell her either she had to get Chloe to stop or Chloe couldn't come over anymore. His sister ended up having a tantrum and said a few nasty things about me, the baby, and our relationship. She insisted that I was somehow behind this request and made some comments about how I was controlling and insecure because I looked like a beached whale and Chloe was younger and hotter. He got pretty pissed at that and said that if she said something like that about me again, he would stop speaking to her. She claimed that I had baby trapped him. And when my husband pointed out that we were already married, so I didn't trap him, and he was the one who wanted to start a family, she kept insisting I had manipulated him into feeling that way. She claimed that he was unhappy in our relationship, and he always looked tired because I was forcing him to slave away to fund my fancy lifestyle. Meanwhile, I just sat on my butt all day. Hold on, I gotta stop here. I gotta stop, I gotta stop the story. Why is she criticizing OP for sitting on her butt all day when literally she and her friend just sit around swimming all day in their bathing suits? What? Alright, okay. Anyways, back to the story. My husband pointed out that he chose to be a lawyer, knowing that he would have to work long hours, and I'd only recently left my job, so her accusations were baseless. She said some other stuff along the same lines, but the thing that made my husband finally snap was when she said, It was already ruining everything referring to the baby, and that it was just going to get worse when it was born and he should have dragged me to the abortion clinic while he had the chance. He told his sister that neither her nor Chloe were welcome in our home anymore until they apologized for how they'd been behaving and for the things my sister-in-law said. He said that he wasn't sure if he could ever forgive or forget what his sister said about our child, even if she did apologize. And he couldn't believe that she would even think something like that, let alone say it. 
Apparently, she started crying and said that she was sorry, that she didn't mean it and she was just scared to lose him and she wasn't thinking clearly. He hung up on her. He showed me his phone and she's been calling and texting him, begging him to reply. He asked me if she had said anything to me. I was debating whether to say anything or not, but he kept insisting he knew she had said something and he wanted to know what it was. I told him about the things that I mentioned in the original post and a few other things that she had said as well. He asked me why I never mentioned anything when she first said it, and I mentioned how he got really defensive whenever I said anything even slightly negative about his sister, and he got defensive. I pointed out that he was doing it again, and after some back and forth, he admitted, maybe I'm a little bit defensive when it came to her. But he promised to stop, and he wanted to make sure that we could talk about anything, including his sister. My husband thinks that my sister-in-law will eventually turn up, even if we tell her not to. But he promised that he would deal with her if she does. So, Reddit, I guess you are right. I really did just need to speak to him. Man, OP, you have found yourself a keeper. The way this guy handled the situation is pretty much perfect. Like, I can't fault him for a single thing. I can't think of a single thing that he should have done better. I mean, ideally, he would have noticed before you felt the urge to write the post. But, like, his excuse of being really busy with work and not noticing that she was flirting is a very reasonable and justifiable excuse, so I can't even blame him for that. We have a hardworking lawyer who supports his wife and defends his unborn baby. OP, you have hit the jackpot, man! Anyways, I'm glad things have worked out for you, OP, and I hope that your sister-in-law gets her head on straight. Our next Reddit post comes from r slash relationships. Recently, I was helping my parents doing a bit of late spring cleaning and throwing out a lot of old rubbish when I came across what I assume is the most recent copy of their will. I didn't mean to look at it, but when I picked it up, I noticed the beneficiary section on the front only had my sister listed. Then, which I know is horrible of me to do, I decided to read it. I'm not in the will at all. My sister is listed as the sole beneficiary. She'll get their house, life insurance policies, savings, car, absolutely everything. My parents aren't rich people by any means, but due to the way property prices have risen since they bought their house in the 80s, it's probably worth like 500,000 pounds. My parents have always had a thing with favoring my sister a bit more than me, giving her extra attention and things, but I've never really minded. She's a bit of a screw-up, and if I'm honest, she's needed the extra attention. I'm not gonna lie either. My financial situation is a lot better than my parents'. I'm engaged, and together, me and my partner, who don't have kids, make about £45,000 a year. My sister, on the other hand, is a single parent of two kids from a deadbeat dad with no child support, earning like £16,000 a year. I know this is a big gap, and I would understand if they left my sister a greater share to help her out more, but leaving me with nothing just seems so harsh. Yeah, my fiancé and I do earn more, but we're not exactly rolling in money. And even if they only left me like 20%, it would still be more than enough to help me start to buy a house. Obviously, this is all hypothetical, because they're both perfectly healthy and have a long time in them still. It just seems harsh that if they were to die tomorrow, my sister would be set, while I would be left with nothing. Am I right to be angry about this? Should I confront them about it or not? I know that it's not my money, but she's been a terrible daughter to them. Over the years, she's lied to them, stole money from them, and me. Had to be bailed out, had to have fines paid for for drug charges, and she barely even finished school as well. 
so while she is financially worse off than me, it's only because she made it that way herself. I, on the other hand, visit my parents all the time, help them out whenever they ask, went to university, which they always wanted me to do. Which, by the way, I paid for myself with no help. And it just seems like they're punishing me for being successful and rewarding her for being a failure. Then, crazily, like 10 years later, OP finds his old account and posts an update. I found this post while browsing Reddit, and I managed to remember the old password. I'm now 33, happily married, have two beautiful daughters, and I'm running my own business that I started during COVID lockdown, which has basically helped us become fully financially independent. I've had zero contact with my parents or my sister these past 11 years. My parents are still alive, and as a result of insane house price increases in the UK, they're probably worth close to a million pounds right now, and I'm fairly certain my sister is waiting for them to die. From what I've heard from other people, my sister's behavior improved. No more stealing, but she's still broke and in a dead-end job because she has virtually no qualifications to get anything better and no drive to improve. The only person I'm in contact with is my nephew, my sister's son. He is nothing like his mother. He has an absolutely brilliant mind and is currently at university studying math. My wife and I help him with living expenses because he wouldn't have been able to go without it and to be honest, with his mind, it would have been a waste. Down in the comments, Mango Script says exactly what I was thinking. And so the countdown begins to one or both parents needing care. The sister is nowhere to be found and suddenly OP can earn his way back into the will. The parents and daughter deserve each other, along with their meager family fortune. OP is so much better off without them. That was our slash best of Redditor updates. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.